So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Have you ever wondered how to actually give good advice? I do have, and I hope there's going to be the answer in the ideas.dad.com article that we are going to go through just right after this intro. And with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And I'm completely just looking forward actually to this episode because I think it's going to be a gr- it's going to be a great one to actually you know prime my fucking brain <laughs> I've actually I've actually been consciously trying not to say the f word in the intro because I'm you know quite always saying it somehow um but I I think I will never be able to actually have another episode that's not explicit like that's actually clean you know and I actually truly have to to um, mark a little checkbox or it's, it's a little button for the podcast. I truly have to to say whether this um, whether this podcast is clean or not, uh, which is I think actually great because some people don't like it. Some people actually don't like swearing. Some people just actually hate it. I would say I give a fuck about it. <laughs> I I even like it somehow. I really think that's it, that it makes the episode quite great, you know, if you're just swearing a lot. <laughs> I don't know if this is my my humor. It totally maybe is. But I guess this is just me. So I like it. I don't have a problem with it. But I guess I think, you know, in terms of the podcast, it's truly about uh, the advertisers and or the sponsors for your podcast because they should totally know whether your podcast is clean or not because... I guess some of them might be feared um, that that's those people who are actually watching you then somehow associate your swear words with the company. Like, maybe it's not good for the image, maybe it's because of other reasons, but I don't know. But as I said in the intro already, we are going through a great article from the ideas.dead.com website about how do good leaders give advice. The short answer they don't. <laughs> and yeah, I hope you've liked the episode. Um, I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness and success. No, not really. But <laughs> I guess this is just the answer. But I guess uh, there's actually something in it that truly is important and that truly is quite great to know. Because I think a lot of people that might be watching this, that might be listening to this, that might just stumble across this are somehow maybe even forced to give advice and to actually then know how you should actually give advice, I think is pretty good. So how do good leaders give advice? The short answer, they don't. Instead of having an answer to every question, the most effective leaders are coaches, people who can guide others to arrive at their own solutions, put them into action and set goals, says researcher and management consultant, Julia Milner. This post is part of TED's How to Be a Better Human series, each of which contains a piece of helpful advice from someone in the TED community. Browse through all the posts here. And they're actually truly, again, truly, just just pretty great uh, articles 
in the How to Be a Better Human series. So they, I've been going through a lot of them, I guess. I think most of them were from this kind of section or category or whatever you want to think of. Uh, but they truly are great. Truly. Like, truly. <laughs> so here's an uh, unfortunate truth about the working world. Too many leaders in organizations simply don't know how to lead. Which is, I guess, pretty true. I guess really true. And I guess, you know, you do just have to be truthful to yourself about whether you are a good leader or not. I might, I might not be a good leader. Because uh, it's not about, like, me being then responsible for everything that goes wrong. Me being responsible for, for everything quite then. I guess not. Maybe I'm not... I'm just, you know, I'm not dominant enough. Like, there truly are some people in my class who I think of, of leaders, actually. You know, they just decide something, they are really making decisions, and I'm not actually that good in decision-making. So, so I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna be a leader in the future, and then I think I'm gonna be a really nice fucking leader. Like, really nice. I think I'm gonna care about my employees just really, really well, because they fucking matter. You know, if you're having a lot of employees, they matter. It's it's really like you're working with human beings. And if you're good at working with human beings, then it's great. And I guess I am somehow good at working with people. Which is great for me, because I do have the empathy and all the other things. So I guess, at least I guess, like, I guess. <laughs> so Why? Uh, in part, it's because the skills that get someone elevated to a job to a top job may have little to do with their ability to guide and inspire others. It's also because many of us hold an erroneous assumption about leadership. According to Julia Milner, leadership le researchers and academic director of the Global MBA program at EDHEC Business School in Nice or Nizza. Nizza? in France. Namely, we think that leaders should be the supreme expert who can give advice to any of our employees about anything and everything. Which totally fucking makes sense. Like, if you're fucking the business owner, you should totally be good at, at what you're doing. For the most part. Like, for sure, you, you're not able to do everything. If you are the leader and or the owner and founder or CEO of a really fucking big company. But I guess you should at least be able to give a direction to everybody. Like, you know, this should be the direction you should go to. And that's it, you know. But for sure, you know, you can't be good at everything. Like, you know, if you think about Gary Vee or something, he is totally a good marketer. He totally is. But I guess he's not pretty good at editing. Like, and, you know, just... Although he he has some editors. Like, like I don't know, maybe just he has some opinions and some, some, some thoughts and visions. But, you know, in terms of the, the concept of editing or in terms of the skill of editing, I guess not. But who knows? Who actually knows? So as a result, people end up becoming overly prescriptive micromanagers. So what separates a good leader from a so from a so-so one. The most effective leaders are coaches, according to Milner. Instead of teaching people, you're helping them to arrive at their own solution. 
And I really think this is very important to actually lead them to actually find their own solution. Because you might give them just your solution for the problem, but this might not be the best for them. Like, like you know, if you're designing something, there are just 100 ways, or if you're editing a photo, there are 100,000 ways to do the exact same fucking thing in Photoshop. Like, there is not one solution. Uh, there might be a good solution, or there might be a solution that comes from experience, but there truly is not the solution. Like, you know, some of them make totally sense, some of them are like just really counterproductive and will take you just a lot of time, but it's still a solution. Um, she says in her TEDx Leech talk, or Leech, it's L-I-E-G-E, um, oh, she says in her TEDx Leech talk, and she adds, with the right training, anyone can learn how to be a coach. Milna, who, uh, who as a management consultant, works with leadership in companies in Europe, Australia and Asia, has observed this tendency towards micromanagement and she has seen the significant impact it can have on employee morale and turnover. As she explains, people do not leave jobs, they leave their leader or the people around them. Like, I get it. Like... I really get it, you know, if somebody, like, what I'm thinking about at the moment is, if, oh, sorry, if you are in a company, and you do really hate the fucking leader, and you do think the leader is so incompetent, and you also just really hate all the people around you, for sure you're gonna leave the fucking company if you can, like, if, just, you know, things like money are not that important for you, or if the money you just have to compensate, you know, is, is okay for you, I think they're gonna leave. Like, I guess most of the time it's really, it's really about people. Yeah, like, because the people around you, if you're working for someone, or if you're working in a company, really do matter. If you just, you know, um, out of experience, uh, I'm still in school, so I'm do having one more year of school, so I'm just ending mine on July the 1st, actually. This is when I'm gonna have my vacation. I really like school, but I guess I only like it because I'm just around people that are so fucking positive and so fucking great. Like, yeah, you know, there's nothing else that I'm doing in school than fucking laughing all day long. Often, you know, not always, you know, when I'm having tests and exams, there is not so much <laughs> to love about, actually, but but I really think it is the case. Like, if there only would be just, you know, or, the, or if there only would be just really fucked up persons and people in my fucking school or in my fucking class, for sure I would just not like it. For sure, like, I would really hate to go to school, which is actually the case for a lot of people. And I do think that the people around you do matter in, in such a case. But let's see. So to examine the problem, Milner and her colleague and husband, Trent Milner, conducted a study. They recruited a group of 98 professional professionals enrolled in a leadership training course and divided them into pairs. The people in each pair were asked to coach each other on the topic of time management for five minutes. These conversations were filmed and later evaluated by the subjects and by coaching experts. 
after receiving 15 hours of training in leadership skills. Uh, the subjects participated in another set of five-minute coaching conversations, which were also filmed and assessed. Assessed. Despite being told before the first conversation that they should coach the other person, most subjects engaged in motiv motivational micromanaging or giving advice sweetened with a bit of motivation, reports Milner, which I think I would actually tru truly did this, would do the same. And this is actually one of the problems that I'm having. Like, do I like giving advice? Sometimes. I sometimes do, but not always. You know, I'm not a person that's like, okay, you know, you should be doing like this and that and whatsoever. I'm like, yeah, like, I would do this and I would do that, but, but I guess, but I guess, you know, it's, it's not the best option. Like, I, I'm not like, as I said in the beginning, I'm not that dominant. And I do not know if a leader should actually be that dominant. I don't know. I think this is actually something that I have to think about. And this is also a great thing about me actually reading a lot of, uh, a lot on these things or about these things. Like, I can reflect more on, on what I'm good at, what I can, what I should learn more, what is interesting, what is not interesting, a lot of different things. Um, not surprisingly, they reported dissatisfaction with the experience when their follow or fellow participants didn't respond kindly to being told what to do. And I guess this is this is just truly just the case. If you tell someone what to do, I think most of the time they won't be just yeah happy about it. Because maybe it's about like, you know, you're both leaders. You're both responsible for actually managing a lot of people or something. And then you just have to listen to somebody else. You basically don't know. Like, I guess a lot of people just think like, okay, I know best. And I know more than the other person just in front of me is knowing so i'm gonna be pissed if he's if he's telling me or if she's telling me like you should be doing this and that and whatsoever like it's you know it makes sense for me milner says some said to me i had such a difficult partner i was coming up with all these great ideas and solutions and they were basically yes but but in me yes comer but budding me Butting, butting me, yeah. I don't know what this is. <laughs> but after the training, what we found was quite astonishing, says Milner. The coaching conversations became fruitful rather than ad uh, adversarial. One subject told her, all I had to do is provide the space and room to let them reflect, let them think it through and arrive at a plan. Here, here she shares some of the basics of being a good coach. And I'm, by the way, really fucking pumped to actually know how to give good advice. Because I guess, and I, I do just have to work in a group tomorrow, actually. Maybe I can give some advice that's not going to piss somebody off. And maybe I just, you know, would do it more. Maybe I'm a good coach. Actually, actually, to be really fucking honest, I just think that I could be a good coach. I know it really depends in what area, like, you know, being a good coach in, I don't know, architectural kind of things, uh, maybe not, because I'm not educated in this space, but maybe in terms of design, like, why not, you know, why not, but maybe it's a little bit too early for me to think, to, to actually think about 
being a coach, being a CEO, being a manager. I, by the way, truly find it funny if if people my age that are not having a great company and who are putting actually something like CEO in their bio, I'm not going to judge them. Like, I really don't. I just really don't care if they're doing this. I just truly find it funny. Like, great company you're having. And some of them, by the way, some of them actually have a great company. So I'm not going to lie. Some of them actually have a great company. For example, Ayman Gatsi, if you know him, he's actually having a multi-million dollar company, as I know. Like, it's an advertising, social media advertising company. And he's doing great. He's totally doing fine. The first thing is, listen. A poor leader is frequently too busy dispending, uh, dispensing advice to fully understand the situation they are being asked about. And because they don't know all, the, all of the issues at stake, they risk focusing on the wrong ones. Which totally makes sense. Listening allows a manager to be as informed as possible. It also shows respect and confidence in the other person. Listening is so goddamn important. No matter you know what it is all about. I think listening is really important. Like if you don't listen, you don't know if you... If you really don't listen, like it's the same thing as they said, you maybe are focusing on the bad things on, and or on the wrong things. And that's just a really waste of your time and of the time of the other person. Like, like yeah. Ask the right questions. And this is actually something I, I do hope that I'm remembering correctly. I think this is something that either Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos pointed out. You know, either one of them has said like, Okay, you know, it's not about it's not about having all the answers, but it's about asking the right questions. Or it was even Warren Buffett. I don't know, maybe I'm gonna look it up afterwards. Yeah, you know, chances are pretty high that I'm not doing it. <laughs> because I've often said something like this and then I didn't do it. Because I'm in a hurry to actually do everything, gonna have to do. I'm actually pretty good in time, to be honest. I'm pretty doing well. Like, I don't just have to learn afterwards, you know, totally have to make the posts. Ah, this is gonna take a little time. Um, have to upload everything, have to do the thumbnails, have to do the yesterday's video. Maybe I'm even cutting the vlog from yesterday, but I'm not sure. Maybe I will, maybe I'm not. Um, Hello, it's doing fine. So ask the right questions. Yes, no questions have a tendency to shut down conversations. They can also make people feel like they are being led in a particular direction. Instead, a good manager poses open-ended questions. And these gently guide the other person to brainstorm possible solutions and to decide which one is the best. You're acting like a sounding board you're acting like a sounding board, allowing room for the right answer to develop, says Milner. Assist with goal setting. Oh, I do just have to calm down a little bit. After an employee settles on a solution, a manager should work with them to create a plan to implement it. Together they can establish a desired outcome. This process not only serves as a spur to action, but it also ensures that the, that the two people are aligned. Sometimes we think it's clear where we are heading, but often we later realize the other person was going in a completely different direction, says Milner. Good goal setting can avoid these misunderstandings and ensures 
all parties are pulling in the right direction. I think that's truly important and I, I'm really I'm really grateful that he or she, both of them actually, are pointing this out. Because communication, as I'm just really, really kind of underlining every single fucking episode, truly is important. Like, it's it's gonna be just messed up a lot of times. Like, a lot of people can't communicate, and a lot of people... I think it's just normal, like, I'm not blaming somebody or whatsoever, but... Um, and also, I think that by not giving them a solution, but actually uh, working on a solution together and trying to make a plan together, the leader can ensure that this person is actually having something that uh, that fits the person and that fits the needs of the person. Because if you're making a plan together, both know if it is okay for a person. But if you're being like, okay, you know, you've got to have to do this and that and this and that, maybe the person's going to be overwhelmed. Or this person is going to be like just, yeah, unhappy about the solution you're giving them. And or it is not a solution that works for them because, you know, everybody has a different learning style and a different style to do anything. So it's, it's yeah, it's quite dangerous. And, and yeah, I really think these are pretty great points. And the last thing is actually Milner providing useful feedback or provide useful feedback. Milner believes that good feedback is at the core of a strong team. And by good feedback, he says, I don't mean only positive feedback, but constructive feedback that is well delivered and actually helps the other person to move forward. I honestly love that he says that is well delivered, which means that I think you're going to be fucking nice like you're not gonna shit on the fucking person you're talking to like you just have to be nice and if you're just truly an authority to this kind of person and by being nice you're just being even more authoritative and being more just great like yeah if the fucking president of america is coming up to you and is being like okay you know he's working on a plan with you and or just he's just giving you feedback on a speech or on on something else, you know, no matter, you know, it depends on how you're kind of thinking about him. Let's say, just, you know, take one of the presidents from the United States and he's giving you feedback. Wouldn't it be just so overwhelmingly great if he was just really fucking nice and he's like, okay, like, I really liked what you were doing in the macro, but in the micro I do see just a few things you could improve. And I think in terms of this, in terms of feedback, it really also depends on what your skills are like and if you're actually good at what you're talking about because nobody likes to get advice from someone or feedback somehow from... Yeah, feedback is something different than, than advice. Yeah, no. But, you know, in terms of advice, I would say that a lot of people wouldn't like to get feedback by someone who is who's not actually kind of good in the space who is that he is giving feedback or or advice since you know it's a little bit of contradiction or something but um but yeah but yeah i'm actually thinking about ending the episode because i guess i'm just you know heading over all these things that and there's also you know in the end or yeah in the end of the whole article there's also a video 
which is not always correlated to the article, but it should be um, yeah featuring should be featuring the same person and whatsoever. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, uh, what is important to give good advice? The first thing is listen, which is pretty obvious for me. The second thing is asking the right questions. The third thing is assist with goal setting, creating a plan, creating a goal, and creating something that is actually fitting this person and just really assisting them. You're not doing anything, you're just merely assisting them. And it makes sense for me because as I said, you are... You can be sure that the person is doing something. You can be sure that the person is having a plan that fits them because you're doing it together with them. And um, and yeah, and you know, and both sides know where everything is headed to because you, you know, I think you're going to have a conversation and so on. And the last thing is providing useful feedback. I think, you know, then after actually the execution of the whole plan, like what went wrong, what went good and whatsoever, I assume, because, because yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to stretch the episode. I'm really not going to. So, yeah. Outro. Thank you very much from the bottom of my fucking heart for listening to me and or watching this episode. I do hope that you've got something out of it. And I think you have. I really think you have. But yeah, I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness and success. I really hope that you're gonna <laughs> gonna remind yourself on how you gonna be remembered, which means like, yeah, you know, what the person at the funeral is going to, yeah, say about you, whether it's something negative or something positive or something really fucking positive or something that's like, I just gotta have to be positive and nice. You decide. It is totally in your hands. Nobody else is deciding but you. And with that being said, I wish you the best and I thank you very much again. I see you. Have a great day.